Hi, I'm Kendra Corman, the host of Imperfect Marketing. If you're a solopreneur, small business owner, or a marketer, you know marketing is far from a perfect science. And that's why this podcast is called Imperfect Marketing. Here you will hear from marketing experts and successful business owners about their marketing tips and, of course, their lessons learned along the way. Welcome back to another episode of Imperfect Marketing. Today, in our brief episode, I'm going to be talking about why your emails go to spam and hopefully give you some ideas so that it doesn't happen anymore. One of the reasons people tell me that they don't have an email newsletter or they don't use email marketing is because they don't want to send spam. So let's start with defining a spam email, right? It's spam email is an unsolicited email. It's usually sent out in bulk. It is irrelevant, annoying, and sometimes it's malicious. That's the evil spam. However, there are those of us who are sending email marketing knowing we're not spammers. We're working to add value for our subscribers. I work hard to create content that you're going to enjoy and want to read that's going to be actionable for you and can help you do more really with your marketing and do better marketing and grow your business. So let's go ahead and talk about why is your email going to spam and not making it to the inbox? Well, that means it's probably getting caught in spam filters. And there are definitely some things that you can do to fix that. We're going to start off with email authentication. This is one of the biggest and easiest of any to fix. I am definitely not techie, even though I love software solutions that can make my life easier, but I've made it to a point. I've made it a point to really figure out how to troubleshoot my clients emails to make sure that they're making it to the inbox. If you're using an email service provider or ESP, like constant contact or convert kit, both of which I recommend, and we'll have links to in the, in the show notes, they are affiliate links. They have ways to add what's called a DKIM key. Don't ask me what it stands for because I don't really know. But I define a DKIM key as magic code that recipients, that the recipient's email provider knows that this is a real email from you and it's not a spoofed email. Because anybody can spoof your email, right? And the whole point of using an email service provider like Constant Contact or ConvertKit is to spoof your email address. So you're sending a valid email through constant contact that's coming from you, but it's really not coming from your email address in your inbox. It's coming through constant contact. So that authentication is really key to letting people know that you're not a spammer and that this isn't a spoofed email address. And if you look up DKIM key or DKIM code, um, inside the help sections of Constant Contact or ConvertKit, they'll walk you through how to do that. Just need to have access to your DNS or your domain name servers. So like if you use GoDaddy, it's super easy to add that type of thing. Let's move on to number two. This one is, I think, really the one that has the most amount of flags in it that could get it caught in a spam filter. And that is that your content is setting off spam flags everywhere. 
think of seeing red blinking lights every time you hear one of these things. So you might be using trigger words that are sleazy, needy, manipulative, cheap, or even far-fetched. And they can set off spam flags. Think of words like free, urgent, don't delete, free money, lose weight. Sorry for you guys that are in the health food industry. Billions, help. All of these are considered manipulative, needy, cheap, can be far-fetched or sleazy. So try to avoid using a lot of those words in your emails. Now, have you looked at some of the emails that you have in your spam folder? Well, a lot of times these have spelling and grammar errors. These spelling and grammar errors are usually a flag to spam filters that this is spam. So be very careful with those. Another piece of content that sets off spam flags, using a million and a half exclamation points. I have so many people that I know that are addicted to exclamation points. I had a writer one time tell me in a class, you get one exclamation point to use in your entire life. Use it wisely. It's pretty powerful, but yes, a bunch of exclamation points does not make something more important and can definitely set off spam flags. So be very careful with that. Now, don't use a URL shortener. I know we use them a lot of times for social media and things like that, like Bitly. Just don't use those. Spammers use those so that they can hide their fraudulent link. You don't want to do that. Have your full link so that they know that the URL is good. Avoid image-only emails. First of all, it's just a best practice because not everybody's email system will let them see the emails until they right-click to download the image. Well, if I don't right click to download the image and you send me an image only email, not only does the chance it's going to spam increase, but also the fact that I'm not going to get your message just increased a ton too. So just think about that. Another content spam flag is making sure that your email size is reasonable. If your email is huge, we're talking um, big images and things like that it's not going to get delivered. If you've got big attachments, if you're sending like regular emails and things like that, be careful with that because those will set off spam filters too. And the final content that could set off spam flags is not having an unsubscribe link. And this one, if you're using an email service provider, this will be built in. So you don't have to worry about it but it's definitely something to think about. And if they can't find it when it's going into the inbox, it'll get rerouted to the spam filter often. Number three is not having a custom domain. I know not everybody has a custom domain and that's okay. You can still work around it a little bit, but your from email address is really important. AOL and Yahoo emails are definitely caught in spam more often than others but you want to think about your from email. If you can create an email address based on your domain, that'll go a long way to helping you with your email addresses and making it to the inbox. Now, people marking your emails as spam is another filter. You want to be careful. Only add people to your email list who ask to be added. 
We're talking permission-based email. So if they ask to be added by filling out a form or you received explicit permission from them in a meeting, this is really important because if they didn't opt in and they mark you as spam, you can be shut off and cut off from your email service provider. You can damage your domain, your IP address. There's just a ton of bad things that can happen. So make sure you're doing permission-based email. And then finally, this one is a little bit less known, I think, by a lot of people, and that's an inactive list. People want to talk about the size of their list all the time. I was really excited because I cleaned up my list and it's now smaller than it was. Well, that's huge because if I'm keeping my list clean, I'm removing people who aren't interacting with my emails, I'm removing the bounces, and I have a smaller engaged audience, not a large unengaged audience, I'm not sending any spam flags. But if I've got a large unengaged audience or all of a sudden I add 10,000 people to my email list, that sends off a lot of spam flags. So list hygiene is really important. So be sure to stay up on cleaning up your email list. So in summary for this longer than normal imperfect marketing brief, Common reasons for emails going to spam include spam trigger keywords in the body of the email, spammy subject lines, no unsubscribe link, unsafe attachments, poorly written copy. And if you're looking to keep your emails out of spam, make sure you're only sending to opted in subscribers. Explicitly ask subscribers to whitelist your email address. Make sure you're complying with all anti-spam laws wherever you're doing business. Make sure you proofread your emails, avoid spam trigger keywords, make sure your email list is cleaned up and maintained, and that there's an unsubscribe link. Now, if you have any questions, I'd love to hear them. Let me know. I'd be happy to help however I can. You can reach me at support at KendraCorman.com. If you're just getting started with email marketing, you can always download my beginner's guide to email marketing at KendraCorman.com slash beginner email. Thank you again for tuning in. And I look forward to seeing you on another episode of Imperfect Marketing. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Imperfect Marketing. Be sure to subscribe and visit KendraCorman.com slash Imperfect Marketing to view the show notes of all my podcast episodes. See you next week, same time, same place.